What's going on? What's going on, y'all? It's your host, JR, and you are now tuned in to the Best Kept Secret Podcast. I'm your host, JR. We got a lot of different things to talk about today, but before we get started, like always, I would love to say that I appreciate y'all, the loyal supporters, those that um that are liking, commenting, subscribing, sharing. I appreciate you much more than you know. We will continue to go and grow. If you guys could take your time out and support the platforms, the Facebook, the the YouTube, and the uh, the Patreon, as well as the podcast. Uh, podcasts are available wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google, Google Cast. Like, there's all these different platforms. Whatever one you prefer, we on there. And with that being said, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Let's get the show started. You already know what time it is. Let's go. What you think? Stupid. I'm not gonna let you get Kobe. the chance. Kobe. All right, we're gonna go ahead and get right into it. So the track that I got for y'all today is Boss, Black Owned Business. Let's go. Best kept secret. Best kept secret. Kobe. Yeah, I'm the Monko. You never thought I'd make it this far, did you? You always had to make it hard for me. But I'm a motherfucking star, bitch, didn't you know? Can't you hear that applause for me? My brother Eve told me some niggas just wanna be safe. And some niggas just wanna be great. Stupid, I'm not gonna let you get the chance. Let's go make history today. Boy, use your brain, only your heart can lead. Oh shit! You'll figure your way, man, this shit ain't for me to say. I cut my love until my heart can bleed. I'm on the road, I guess it ain't meant for me to stay. But I'm here with you. On this call attack on niggas. The fuckers oh, that oh, didn't pass, they all stacked in prison. But that shit don't get a pass, no, that shit don't get a grant. Might as well go fill a bag, ride around, no tinted glass. Why I can't have tinted glass? Cause that costs suspicion. Cop flash like Cinemax, don't lack ammunition. Might as well go get a gas, might as well go give it back. Don't know if they'll get it right, but I know that we'll get it last. Might as well go spin a rack at a black owned business. Had my mind on hoes, now I'm back on business. Yeah, I'm the Monko. Back to what's important, I'ma build with you. Cause you here for me, and I'm here with you. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. She belongs to the streets. You never thought I'd make it this far, did you? You always had to make it hard for me. Congratulations, you played yourself. Headshot. I'm here to tell you right now. 
We don't care. Let me tell you. Right, let me tell you. <laughs> we don't care. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! That was Boss, Black Owned Business, off of the album Too High to Ride. And let's get into it. Let's talk. OnlyFans. It, see, it would appear that the time has come where winter is coming. The time has ended. OnlyFans is getting out of the sexually explicit content pornography business. Starting in October... OnlyFans has uh, placed out a statement that the company will prohibit creators from posting material with sexually explicit conduct on its website. So a lot of sex workers that used to sell fan explicit content, they will still be allowed to put up some nude photos and videos, but they have to be provided with their, that, that they're consistent with the OnlyFans policy. This was uh, released from the press uh, company on Thursday. The popularity of social media exploded during the pandemic because uh, during the pandemic, we were all at home. And being that OnlyFans is an online business, it enabled, pardon me, it enabled a lot of people who weren't able to connect um, in the real world, they were able to connect virtually. So as long as, uh, of course, OnlyFans is not just a, uh, it's not just in the tr uh, sex work business. But because that's what it's known for, that is the stigma that comes with OnlyFans. Also, there are musicians, there are online influencers, cooks, etc., etc., that are on there that charge OnlyFans for exclusive access to photos, videos, and other digital media content. Uh, OnlyFans has attracted uh, more than 130 million users. Uh, but there was a scrutiny that came with OnlyFans. A lot of people don't realize that OnlyFans has a negative connotation. When you tell somebody, oh, I have OnlyFans, the first thing that's going to pop in their mind is, okay, you do uh, sex work. You know, you post uh, sexually explicit content. But it was a form for, it was like a Patreon of, 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 of some sort. But it wasn't, it didn't have the uh, negative connotation. It didn't come with the stigma. So you have fitness instructors, musicians, chefs. It's more than just sex work. But because that is the, the popularity, that is what garnered it, that is the stigma, and that is what came with it. You had a lot of mainstream celebrities that were on there. You had Bella Thorne. You had Cardi B. You had Tyga. You had uh, Bad Barbie, uh, Bad Baby. You had a lot of different people that were on there. Um, I'm going to give you guys my take of why this happened. Like I said, I'm going to break this down, and I had mentioned it a little bit earlier. The reason why OnlyFans is changing their model, let's, let's keep it all the way 100 Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! I mean, this was a change that needed to be made. Um, OnlyFans has a lot of money invested in it. There's a lot of different investors. According to it, I mean, I'm looking at it from the outside in. Of course, you have one sector of your business that's bringing you a lot of money. Makes sense. Uh, sexually explicit content is a big business. But at the same time, when you why have your hand in one area of the pot when you can have your hands in multiple pots? That's how OnlyFans is thinking. OnlyFans doesn't want to have their hand in just one avenue. Of course, that one avenue revenates, generates a lot of revenue, but at the same time, let's be real, the more the better. That's how they're thinking. That is the company brand. That is the company uh, logo. That's what any business. The business is, the bottom line is the business. When things are affecting the bottom line, you nip the bottom, uh, the, the things that are affecting the bottom line. So no one wants to generate and, and create and give money to OnlyFans because of the stigma. 
because those companies that are associated with it would also have that stigma on them as well. So you have uh, banking partners, payment providers, all these different uh, boosters and fundraisers, like all these different companies that are trying to raise money from outside investors valued at over a billion dollars. It's, it's possibly more money. They're losing more money than just going in this one avenue. That is my primary primary reason of why they're, my belief of why they're doing it. Of course, they generate a lot of money making that type of content, being known for that. But if you wanna if you wanna make more money, you have to be diverse. You cannot just be in one lane and one stay in one area. And I knew this day would come. So this was a statement that was put out uh, by the by the company. In order to ensure the long-term sustainability of our platform and continue to host an inclusive community of creators and fans, we must evolve our content guidelines. This is pretty much what I just said. OnlyFans said, The company is run by its founder, Tim Stokely, and owned by Leonid Radvaninsky, an internet entrepreneur. So basically what OnlyFans is saying is that, hey, we're an inclusive platform. We're very diverse. We're more than just the sexually explicit content. I'm using sexually explicit content as a more PC way to get this out. Um, but yeah, they're more than that. The company has been praised for giving uh, sex workers a safer place to do their jobs, but it's, there's a stigma. There will always be a stigma that is, that is associated with sex work. The company handled more than $2 billion in sales last year and is on pace to generate more than double that this year. It keeps 20% of that figure. OnlyFans has said that it will provide more guidance on its new policy at a later date. Uh, starting October 1st, that's when it goes into effect. And let's get into it. The subscription business that is OnlyFans has seemed to come to an end. A lot of women who have garnered fanfare and monetized off their looks and their sexually explicit content now have to look elsewhere. A lot of women that thought the money would never stop and the business would never change. Like I said, everything has a beginning, everything has an end. The subscription-based business has been thriving and there's a lack of customer service today. So, like I said, the company realizes that they can make more money off of different avenues versus just investing in one. And that's okay. That's a business. Businesses are always going to do what's best for the business. That's with any business. It's never about the employees. It's never about the workers. It's about the business, the bottom line. And the bottom line is that we can make more money versus just having our hand in one spot. That one spot makes us tons of money, but we're missing out. So, starting in October, the company will pre prohibit creators from posting materials with sexually explicit conduct on its website. A lot of these women that have been uh, living this lavish lifestyle and buying these penthouses and expensive cars and going on these trips, the end of the road is coming. I've, you know, and I've said this, um, like I said, I get, I like what they're doing at the same time, but let's be real. The the only reason OnlyFans is doing this is because it's, their bottom, it's affecting their bottom line. So they're not doing this to help anybody really in, in actuality. Even though it could come off as like a win-win. It comes off because now women are forced to get real jobs. Selling your body and selling yourself is not a job. And the thing that created what, what happened with OnlyFans, and I'll be honest, I've seen it. You have a lot of these women that are on OnlyFans placing themselves that they're better than the everyday average man that goes to work. Or even some of these CEOs, entrepreneurs, businessmen. Because they're making more money showing their feet and taking pictures of themselves, they're generating a revenue that they think is going to be sustainable forever. Let me be honest. Let me be real. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Everything has a time. Everything has a place. And we see that the time and place is changing. 
the women that have been generating all of this uh, money from OnlyFans, it was only a matter of time before this business ended. It cannot go on forever. Even though that sexually explicit content is what's been going on since the beginning of time, it's the oldest business. Eventually, we're living in a, in a more PC culture, in a more PC world. I'll give you a prime example. Uh, two adult entertainers, uh, I'm going to use the word uh, P-star. Two P-stars. Lana Rhodes. Lana Rhodes is a, 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 a former P-star. She's looking to get all of her work scrubbed off of the internet. She doesn't want any trace of her videos or anything that she's done in her past because she's having a baby. The decisions you make will eventually come back to haunt you. You have to pay for the decisions you make. That is life. Mia Khalifa, another one. She was married. Former Spicy P star. Was married, was engaged, then married to her longtime boyfriend of maybe two years. They ended up getting a divorce because her past came back to haunt her. They were sending her husband images of her former work, and eventually, I guess, he broke down and he couldn't take it. And he decided to file for divorce. These things in the sex industry, they women only think, they don't think long term. They think short term. They're thinking about what's good right now. That's one of the differences between men and women in some regards. Are there some women that can look long term? Of course. But the long, I think a good portion, a good majority of them don't. They only see the right now. We see it in the dating market. Women are only going after finished products. They don't want to wait. So that's another that's another connector right there to show proof that women don't they don't look long term. If women look long term, then we would have men that with potential women would be choosing these guys and staying with them for potential. But women are not moving off of potential. They are going off of what is the right now. Same thing when they make the decisions on what they, what it is they want to do. If You want to engage in sex work. That's fine. But there are long term consequences that come with that. But see, the issue is that women want to women want to engage in the things that benefit them but as soon as they realize that it doesn't benefit them they don't want to take any ex- accountability or any responsibility for those things and we're seeing that here with two women we have one woman that's pregnant and is about to bring another child in the world and she wants all of her work to be uh scattered and dis- you know dismantled like somebody's supposed to uh thor snap and make all of her previous engaged uh work that she's been in just disappear are there people that can remove that stuff? Of course there is. But let's be real. When when anything you do, when it comes to sexually explicit content, it's going to forever be out there. There's not going to be nothing that you can do about it. It's going to forever be out there. There's nothing you can do to change that. And that is a sad reality that a lot of women don't realize today. They only think about the right now. Let these two women be an example. And there's more. A lot of women that have engaged in sex work, they end up regretting it later on. These things they don't work. They may not affect you, but let's say you have a you have a son, and when you and when you have your son or your daughter, and they're going to school, and now they're on the playground, and they have to hear <laughs> because of all the things that you did in your past. That's selfish. That's very selfish. These are these are the types of things that make kids delete themselves or be put in situations to do unforgivable things or things that will uh, eventually affect the parent as a whole. You have to make the best decision. Nobody wants to work a nine to five. I get it. Nine to fives is apparently, and that's another conversation that we're going to have. We're eventually going to get into this nine to five is a bad thing. That's what seems to be the problem today. Everybody wants to live this luxurious lifestyle. Nobody wants to work. 
There's nothing wrong with working. Everybody has to work. But I think uh, America has spoiled everybody to where there's money that people can get from just sitting at home, not investing in anything, not really doing anything of that beneficial or bringing any type of uh, positive positivity or reinforcement into the world or doing anything that can help society as a whole. And people just want to live off of that. It doesn't work like that. This is not the world that we're, we're, this is not the world that we're accustomed to. Everybody has to get up and go to work for their paycheck. There's no freebies out here. There's no give me's out here. So with this OnlyFans thing, that's what we're, we're going to see right now. We're going to see an influx of women that are struggling because of the decisions that they've made. These things that that people think that are that come easy obviously don't come easy. And that's just what it is. It is what it is. You know, it's going to be a lot of applications going. It's going to be a lot of hiring process because, like I said, there's no way that you could keep doing this. Eventually, you're going to have to make a decision. You're going to have to pick a struggle. OnlyFans was only here. For, it was a temporary means of making income through the pandemic. But you had some people that thought that, oh, I'm going to be able to do this forever. No, you can't do it forever. It was a temporary means. It was a means to an end. Eventually now, it seems like the, the end is here. The end is near. The end is here, is approached. It's a, it's a good thing. A lot of people might not look at it like that, but it's a good thing. And I knew this day eventually would come. It's just, it is what it is. You have people really sitting here turning their noses up on average men because they make, maybe you make 100K. Maybe you make 200K. Maybe you make 500K. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You got to think about it. These banking and payment providers, they put in more pressure. These are the people with the month, with the funds, the, mon- the, the monetary uh, power. You have people on three, you have 300 OnlyFans creators that reportedly earned at least a million dollars annually. 16,000 creators were making at least 50,000 a year. I mean, I get it. This is more money than you make at your everyday average job. But this is what flooded the market. You had people that thought, oh, I'm going to just create an OnlyFans. I'm just going to go ahead and do this. And that is why you got now you go to jobs right now. They're, they're begging people to work. Nobody's working. But I, I would think after this ban, we're going to get some more people. People will flood back into these jobs because that's the problem. Nobody wants nobody wants to work uh, a, a nine to five. I get it. But you have to everybody has to do it in the best way that's best for them. Can't really tell people what to do with their life. All you can do is try to advise people. And that's what I just want people to take away from this. It's not me making fun or uh, it is what it is. OnlyFans is, is an avenue. I get it for women that wanted to take advantage of the market and use their body. And there's consequences to that. Just know that if you're going to do that. Later on down the line, there will be consequences. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, OnlyFans being subscription-based business, let's get into let's get into subscription-based business in general. If you look at the subscription-based business, it has skyrocketed uh, throughout the pandemic. Everyone's trying to make a subscription-based business. Everybody, because before you used to just pay for a service and you pay one time. But people realize, okay, I can make more money if I make you pay for it every month. Netflix, in my opinion, Netflix was one of the things that that made that real possible. Not real possible, but it started that. Netflix is the the blame for all of this subscription-based business, in my opinion. My humble opinion. Because that is the first business that I remember that started doing that. Then other companies started to catch on. Like, oh, why would we make them pay just one time when we can get a general? It's like, I'm going to always get this money out of you every month. You'll make more money in the long run versus if, if you pay $100 for, 
for something once versus making you pay $10 every time or paying, yeah, or making you pay uh, $5 every time. So instead of you paying $100, you pay $12 or not $5. So now instead of me charging you $10, uh, instead of me charging you $100 for one product, I can, I can make you pay $5 a month and still get the $100. So that's what companies are doing and they caught on to it. But my, in my, in my humble opinion, what has happened is when we started doing these subscription-based businesses, even though that they're thriving, there seems to be a lack of customer service today. The bottom line will always trump the desire of others. The almighty dollar remains prevalent in trying times. We all want the good life, but we got to figure out the right way to attain what it is that we want. And what I mean by that is that if you look at these uh, businesses now, you got Uber. You got Uber drivers driving in the wrong direction, taking you. They don't know where they're going. They just they just trying to get their money. They don't care. You have Uber Eats leaving your food in the wrong spot and you got to go get your food. These these are the things that's going on today. I'll give you an example. I ordered some Uber Eats. I ordered it. I think it was a it was a Philly cheesesteak, Philly cheesesteak fries. And I had like a root beer float. I'm waiting on this food. I'm hungry. I'm like, man, I'm gonna tear this up whenever it does get here. I'm sitting here waiting in my apartment. I'm like, okay, where's my food at? It's been like maybe 30, 35 minutes. I get the notification. I'm looking at my phone. I'm just like sitting here. I check my phone. When I check my phone, I see the picture. I'm looking at the picture. They got, because we know whenever you do Uber Eats, they send a picture of your food when they leave it at the door. Because that's how I have it on. I say, leave it at the door. I look at the area. I'm like, yo, this is this not my place, man. So I'm like looking around. They didn't sent it to a whole nother complex. It's not even nowhere near. It's like a complex maybe that's across the street from where I'm at. So I, I, I call it up. I call up the number. I'm mad as hell. But I call up the number and I asked them. I said, hey, can you guys, uh, my food didn't, I didn't get my food. It didn't arrive. Can you guys send another, uh, uh, either refund me my money or send it again? I waited. It took me over an hour to get my food. These are just some of the things that's going on in service. You go to you go to clubs or you go to bars now when you you can't even really just enjoy. It's like you feel pressure like hurry up and order or do this, do that, because people are trying to get their money. If companies in in, in places of business would pay their employees, I think we would get a better, better experience. But everybody's so focused on getting money. That's all people talk about. I gotta get this money. I gotta get this money. I get it. Money is important. I can't I can't deny that. We all need money. But the human experience is important is just as important as money. Engagement, conversation, feeling like you're not just a number, feeling like you're not just a, a, a meeting somebody's quota. I know that if I'm a business person and I and I give good customer service, that good customer service is gonna keep people coming back. But a lot of people aren't seeing it like that. A lot of people are looking at it like, I'm just here to get this money. Either you're gonna buy my stuff or, or get the hell out of here. You go to like, you go, you whether you go to the strip club, whether you go to bars, whether you go to uh, a place, you got some people that are like, they get mad if you're just sitting there and you're not really ordering anything right away. It's like, damn, let me get settled. Let me figure out what it is that I wanna get. It's a rush. Oh, well, we got these numbers over here. We got to do this. We got to do this. We got this money. We got this quota. We got to do, 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 do. I get it. But the customer experience, what happened to customer service? 
customer service has gone away. Like nobody cares about customer service anymore. Everybody's just focused on getting the money, getting their subs- subscription-based business. That's what it's. That's what it feels like. You walk into a place of business, and it's like you don't even engage with people anymore. I remember, like you used to go into a place, you know, the, like the family, you know, the people. It's not like that. It's a transaction. It feels like a. It's just a transaction. It feels nasty. No conversation. No getting to know anybody anymore. It's like, hey, buy this, do this, get my service, and that's it. Uber Eats dudes throwing your food, cold fries. Bag sideways, chili spilled, leaving the food at the wrong house. Uber driver, not even even an Uber driver. I had this happen to me one time. The Uber driver, he didn't even know where near the location that I t- told him to come get me at. I had to walk across the street to go to the Uber driver because the Uber driver didn't know where he was at. Uber driver getting lost, taking you all around the world. These subscription-based businesses, everybody's focused on making money. We need to bring back the human experience, getting to know people, figuring it all out, knowing each other. That's how you that's how you build real business. That's how you keep loyal supporters, loyal customers, bringing it all full circle. You can even say this with the uh, OnlyFans girls, the OnlyFans community. They were doing that as well. A lot of these OnlyFans, they weren't really into you, into the uh, people that was providing this business. They were just looking at everybody like suckers. They're, they're looking at you guys as quotas, as marks, as numbers. How can we reach what it is that we need to reach? Now that the OnlyFans saga is coming to an end, we're about to really see what it is. Everything's got to be on full display for the world to see. Like I said, everybody wants luxury. Everybody wants to live a good life. And I get it. We all want, we all dream of luxury. We all want, but is it sustainable? Is it manageable? Is it realistic? Is it doable? And I think that's where we're getting lost. Those things have been, been ushered out of the way. Those things no longer matter. Only fans. It was here and it's gone. Could be here one day and gone tomorrow, gone the next. But hopefully, like I said, I know I've been joking around, but hopefully all in all, hopefully these women get their situations together. Hopefully they saved up money. Hopefully they were smart with their money and invested. Because like I said, all good money ain't all money ain't good money. Fast money comes with slow problems. That money was coming fast, but now you got slow problems because now that money's about to slow up and they about to c- cancel this website. You got one more month. And then after that, it's over. It's finito. And don't think you're about to come, come over to Patreon with that stuff either. I'm on Patreon. Patreon's not playing that. You can't do sexually explicit content on Patreon. They're going to they're gonna shut your account down. So I hope y'all figure it out. And, and that's it, man. I don't know. Like I said, all good things must come to an end. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and close out this podcast. This is just my take on what's been going on with the OnlyFans. Hopefully, and it just with subscription-based businesses, businesses in general. It just seems like everybody's chasing the dollar. We need to bring back the human experience, engaging with people. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with working a regular job. We need to bring that mindset back as well. Of course, nobody wants to do it forever. But until you can figure out what it is that you want to do and not shame people, we have this shaming uh, language, this shaming, uh, this type of shaming, uh, not just the same shaming language, but this shaming type of uh, behavior where it makes people not want to work a regular job. If you work at Chick-fil-A, if you work at Starbucks, if you work at Target, if you work at Walmart, what does it matter? You're working. But you know what it is? Like I said, a lot of this is, and I'll go back to, it's women that's doing this. Because men are not men are not shaming other men for working. We don't do that. That's a woman thing. Women shame men for working. I hear it all the time. I see it all the time. Are you working 9 to 5? What I'm going to do with a man that working 9 to 5? What 9 to 5? I need a man that can... All of this stuff. 
This is what's creating this narrative. This is why men don't, a lot of guys don't want to work. All they want to do is steal and rob and kill and take from other men. Creating this negative, toxic environment that we're dealing with. Y'all need to get it together. Figure it all out. Get it all figured out. That being said, I am your host, JR. Best Kept Secret Podcast. We'll go ahead and close this thing out. It's just a lot of stuff that's been going on, man. I'm seeing it. Nobody really seems to be wanting to say anything or address it. And these are the types of things that if, if they go unnoticed, they can cause real, you know, severe issues, cause real severe problems. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and play a track, close us out. This is Big Sean off of the Hall of Fame. This is called All Figured Out. Let's go. Finally famous in this. <laughs> it's crazy how they think you got it all figured out. Just best because kept, you make it be, count, be, it's all figured out. Next time somebody try and tell you how to run your shit, it ain't major shit. Do yourself a favor, kick them out. Y'all the Mongo. So live a long life. I always say long days is better than long nights. At least in the day you got shade and the nights it's all shadows. Don't get caught at wrong lights. I wish somebody would have told Big Dad before March 9th. I used to think there's no such things as wrong rights. Till my stepbrother brought home them extra groceries, extra cheese. Now mom can make a special recipe. But I didn't know it was off at infested streets. Now he the reason that I gotta walk with my little niece to go eat. I guess that's the hunger that got me out. At the top of hotel suites, renting the lobbies out. You know, stunned like a bitch. Prime night me out. Kobe. The girl I wanted since ninth grade trying to route. That was back when I was 17. It's crazy though, cause even then I thought I had it all figured out. That you can see with your eyes closed Especially if you got a vision Or how you can have everything And still think about everything missing Like I probably remember the times That I missed out on more than the ones I lived I probably remember the girls that I ain't have More than the ones I did But I remain a two-time One girl on the way to lying In one bed never too tired Smoke so much I need two lighters Shopping overseas, I do buy it. Who hired? They taught me that I had a dream, Black History Month. I wake up and treat the day like Stack History Month. I'm talking Malcolm Flex. Oh, shit! Oh, racks shit. It. Front of the plane, I'm Rose Parks. SUV, swerving Big like Calvary. it's OJ Car. Oh, so me and my dogs is all getting out. Somewhere in the club, probably all lick it out. Finna take extra shots for my dogs missing out. They keep gotcha, reminding bitch. me at the same time. That I still ain't got it all figured out In fact, the only thing I really figured out Is that I never have it all figured out Who's your daddy? Even when your bank account gets all figured out Even when your bank account gets all figured out Even when your best friend gets all triggered out Even when it all look at When you still ain't got it Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. Today I woke up and realized every day gets shorter. 
Every minute turns to the longest second, yet never ending. Age is nothing but a reminder, and it doesn't tell you how old or young-minded someone is. Cause we all start at the same starting point of a woman's legs, but each have our own finish line. Understand it never ends. And the only way to be immortalized is to be remembered. Hopefully for right than wrong. Better to be in the hall of fame than shame. Whether it exists for what you do or not, we create this world so we make what exists. It isn't about the award. It's about the award of being immortalized and remembered for all the right reasons. Mistakes are forgotten. No footprints of any missteps. So when it's so late that it's early and you need a drink even though the bar's closed, remember why you do what you do. For the coldest drinks, the fastest cars, luxury, the adrenaline rush of creating what you think about with who thinks about you, your family, your team, the joy of looking back and saying that you did it. Winning the game, Hall of Fame. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you, <laughs> we don't care. That was Big Sean, all figured out, off of the Hall of Fame project. And with that being said, the time has come. We'll go ahead and close this thing out. Appreciate you guys, all the supporters, all the people that's constantly sending me love, showing me love. Man, y'all don't understand, man especially doing this podcast thing, something that I've been thinking about since 2011, um, way before I joined the Army, way before people even thought about podcasting. It was Podcasting was out there, but not a lot of people were doing it. Um, I definitely will say if I had one regret, I wish I would have done it sooner, but it's not about when you start. It's, about, it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish, when you start. So with that being said, you know, continue to like, share, comment, subscribe, show love. I show love back. If you show me love, I'm going to show you love back. That's just how I am. That's how I was raised. I love you. I appreciate y'all. Look out for each other. Love each other. Remember, life is short. Gary Coleman. If you love someone, tell them you love them. Remember, you can't force people to be who you want them to be. They will be who they want to be. I'm your host, JR. This is the Best Kept Secret Podcast. The best goddamn podcast on the planet. I don't care what nobody says. I love y'all. We will continue to grow and grow much more than you know. I love y'all. Y'all be safe out there. Y'all know what time it is. Best, 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 best,